Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Moonlight Chronicles. I'm your host, Darcy Britt, and I am so happy that you guys have decided to join me again for our second episode, where we're going to unravel the energy of the moon for the next seven days with the goal or the intention of deepening your understanding of the moon's energy so that you can start to understand how it actually impacts your life specifically. Now, I am coming to you this week from my lavish studio, which is actually not lavish at all. I am uh, hiding inside of the closet of a spare bedroom at my house. I am actually um, have like a little you know, side studio set up or whatnot, but I have locked myself in here to hide from my seven-month-old kitten, Cosmo, uh, who seems to be in attack mode today, and I don't feel like being a human pincushion. So if you happen to hear any like scratching on the door or incessant like meowing in the background, please forgive me. Uh, That is Cosmo trying to get in here to get at me. Um, But I'm not letting him in. I am taking a break and I am recording this podcast. So, so anyway, again, you know, thanks guys for tuning in for a second episode. Um, Today, we are going to really focus on the upcoming new moon in Sagittarius, which is going to hit us on December the 12th. But before we jump into that, as I was preparing my notes and getting things ready for what I wanted to talk about this week, I started thinking about what all of this is about and what it's all for. And that kind of led to the question of, well, Darcy, it's great that you want to get on here and talk to people about what that lunar energy is for the next week and how, you know, you can work with it. But why? You know, what's the whole purpose and why would people even want to work with the moon? So I wanted to take just a few seconds or a few minutes, I guess, to talk about how all of this works together in your manifesting practice. And when I say working with the energy of the moon or manifesting with the moon, that's really at the core of what I'm focusing on is how to use that energy to be more proactive and make positive changes in your life. And I'm going to explain to you guys a little bit today about how that all works. So because really the core focus of these episodes, we're going to be talking about the moon by its phase and by its sign. And really we're doing it that way because it's honestly the easiest way for everyone to start understanding and to working with that moon. So let's kick off by talking about successful manifesting and really what manifesting is and how it works. And so what it is, is manifesting is based on what's called the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is a universal law that states like energy attracts like energy. And I think I've talked about this on a couple of previous podcasts about being a positive vibrational tower, right? If you if you think about your transmitting positive energy and you're this positive vibrational uh, energetic tower, right? That's where that like energy attracts like energy. And when I talk um, about, you know, focusing on the positive, again, that's again, that like energy versus like energy. So, so successful manifesting at its core is based on this law of attraction. And again, like energy attracts like energy. That law of attraction focuses on the relationship between your emotions and your thoughts that you have and how they directly shape the events in your life. The premise is that every thought, every feeling, word, and action that you have automatically sets the law of attraction in motion 
producing energies that attract like energies. And so that's a very high-level overview of the basic principles of the law of attraction. And as I've said before, when we're manifesting with the moon, we're combining those basic law of attraction principles with the moon's energy. So I wanted to take a little bit of time here and explain to you guys why we use the moon's energy. Now, remember what I said before about successful manifesting has to come from you know a place of positive energy. And honestly, our emotions are a big part of that energy. If you're not feeling, you know, depending on how you're feeling emotionally, that also determines the energy that you're walking around in the world with. And the moon affects that with regards to the phase that she's in on any given day in her cycle. Now, if you're here and listening to this particular podcast, chances are you are already very well aware of the moon's effects on your life. But I wanted to at least take and use the full moon as an example of that. So, you know, emotions are running high at the time of the full moon, either we're going crazy or people around us seem to go crazy, you know, emergency room visits rise. And a lot of that is because the emotional energy of the full moon phase is actually very climactic. So if you know what's coming and what to expect from an emotional perspective, so we know that the full moon is going to be climactic and it might be a little bit crazy, we kind of know what to expect. When we're manifesting and we're using that moon energy, Because we know that it's going to be climactic, we get to plan ahead. We know that the time of the full moon is going to be a little bit crazy, maybe a little bit hectic. And hey, when we're looking at the steps that we're trying to complete in order to reach our goal, we go in and we plan around it or we account for any potential um, kerfluffles or climaxes as far as emotions go so that we're not thrown off track at the time of the full moon. And that's really the beautiful thing about why we combine that basic principle of the law of attraction, which is making sure that your energy stays positively aligned with your goal, with the moon's phase, which affects your emotional energy. And by understanding how the moon's phases and and their signs, as we add those in, affect your life and your emotions, you're able to keep your emotions more positively aligned. And so that's a little bit more about the phases. You know, to help you guys understand the emotional energy around the other phases, I know I mentioned the full moon there, but I promise you that we'll be going through each of the new moon, first quarter moon, full moon, and last quarter moon phases as they happen on on, uh, future episodes. Um, And, you know, as you start to follow along, you'll start to, you know, paint a picture in your own mind of how working with the energy of that particular phase really does raise your positive vibrational energy. And it really, I'll be honest, you know, I've been doing this since 2006. It really does keep you aligned with your goal. You know, it's, it's just nice to know that, hey, there's, you know, XYZ phase coming up. And so I can expect XYZ. So you know what, let's do XYZ so that we don't have, you know, an an issue and get thrown off a track. So just something for you to think about. So now let's talk a little bit about um, why, why we work with the moon. You know, I mentioned the moon's phase and how it affects us here on earth, but let's really dive in a little bit deeper into some of uh, the reasons why we work with the moon. Now in astrology, The moon represents like this feminine, beautiful, divine, nurturing, feminine energy that influences our emotions. Wherever the moon goes on your chart, your emotions will follow. It reflects our most instinctive emotional reactions in life, and it also hints at how we feed our emotions when life gets tough. Now, um... As she starts, as she continues to move through her entire cycle, so she goes through her cycle from the new moon to the first quarter moon 
to the full moon, to the last quarter moon, and then she goes back around to the new moon. Did I miss one there? No, I think I got them all there. Yeah, I think I got them all there. Sorry, my brain. It's it's a, it's one of those long nights. Yeah, so we've got new moon, first quarter full, last quarter, and new. Okay, I missed one. So her entire cycle is that new moon to the first quarter moon, the full moon, the last quarter moon, and then back to the new moon. As she goes through that cycle, she's also traveling around your birth chart and through each one of the 12 zodiac signs. And I say that because each sign is associated with certain characteristics and energies that's then reflected by our emotions and the moon. So that means that you can expect your emotional energy around the time of the moon, right, or any time of the moon, any moon day, right, your emotional energy is going to reflect the sign that the moon is in. And once you're aware of that emotional energy to expect, then you've got, again, a better idea of how to work with it and not against it. You learn how to keep your energy on a positive vibration that is aligned with the law of attraction. It helps you more easily like navigate challenges. You can proactively see and approach obstacles that are coming in your way based on where the moon is at. And if it's a new moon or full moon that's coming up, you can identify what might be coming around and start to plan around that. And best of all, you can work with that energy of that sign as a focal point for where you want to set your goals and intentions every month. And that is really where the moon manifesting comes in and why we focus on the phase and the sign of the moon during these particular episodes. You can go deeper into the houses, which will tell you exactly where each new quarter and full moon will will affect your life specifically. And we do that by working with the moon according to the houses on your birth chart. But that does require a little bit of personal astrology. Most specifically, it requires your rising sign, which rules the first house on your astrological birth chart. So it goes a little bit deeper and it's a much more broad category. So I don't really um, go into it at that level. However, if you are a um, if you are looking to work with it on that that particular uh, depth, just check your birth chart and see where the sign of the upcoming new moon, which is in Sagittarius this week. Take a look and see where Sagittarius is at on your chart. And you can take what we're going to talk about today as far as the energy of the sign. And you can really add another layer into exactly where in your life it's going to um, act, going to impact you. So you can get very, very detailed on setting your goals and have just that best benefit or that biggest cosmic boost uh, to any kind of goals or intentions that you're going to set with the new moon. So this week we are unraveling the energy of the Sagittarius new moon. So um, let's talk a little bit about that new moon phase. So remember I talked about as we're working with the moon and we're focusing on the phase, that's because it helps us to understand the emotional energy to expect, right? This week, we're going to unravel the energy of the Sagittarius moon. So let's kick things off and talk a little bit about that new moon phase. Now, more specifically, the new moon in Sagittarius, which is the new moon that we're going to have this month, happens when the sun and the moon are at the same degree in the same sign on the zodiac wheel. So it just happens to be they're both in the same sign of dun-dun-dun, Sagittarius. It happens sometime between late November and late December. And because of where the sun and the moon are at on the zodiac wheel, they are making what we like to call a harmonious or a happy kind of aspect. And so it's a very nice, happy energy. There's no clashing that's involved there. 
Um, the new moon happens you know, usually about two weeks after the full moon, and it's right after we finish the balsamic phase of the moon. And when you look up at the sky at the time of the new moon, the sky's dark. You can't see it. It's not there, right? That's due to some scientific stuff I'm not going to get into. It's not really deep stuff, but I don't want to explain it at, at this at this point of exactly why it's only illum- why it's illuminated at zero percent. But you can't see it, right? The sky is completely dark. Um, and what that new moon sim- new moon phase really symbolizes is the mark of a new lunar cycle. It's the chance for the new or for the moon when it's brand new, new moon, to begin to grow and it'll continue to grow and the it continue to grow until we get to the full moon when it'll continue to kind of wane back down and, and go back down till we get to new. But at the time of the exact new moon, when it's a new lunar cycle, that energy is fresh and new. It is a time of new beginnings. And if you're manifesting with the energy of the moon, the new moon is when we set aside just 10 to 15 minutes. That's really all you need when you're doing this, guys. I promise. 10 to 15 minutes to think about your future. Visualize what you would like to achieve and the positive changes you want to make. Then write down our goals, and then we write out the steps that are needed to take, you know, need that we need to take that are going to get us there. So it's really simple. 10 to 15 minutes, think about your future, visualize what you want to achieve, feel the feeling of success. What are those positive changes that you want to make? Write them down and write out the steps you need to take in order to get there. So when we talk about the energy of the phase of the new moon, it's all about beginnings, Fresh starts and clean slates. Those are like the three key words you want to remember when we talk about the new moon, beginnings, fresh starts, and clean slates. It's when we set our goals, write out our intentions on how we're going to reach those goals, and we make our wishes, okay? Now, to get the biggest boost from setting your goals with the new moon, let's take a look at the characteristics of the sign of Sagittarius, which is the sign for this new moon, so you can start to understand the theme of this, of where to direct your new moon goals, right? We talked about that the new moon phase is all about fresh beginnings and it's when we set our goals. Let's dive into that sign of Sagittarius and see if there aren't some key, um, some hints there on some areas that we can set some goals for this new moon. Now, Sagittarius is known as the adventure-seeking, like, gypsy soul of the Zodiac. It's actually symbolized by the astrological glyph of an arrow, but it's it's the archer's arrow. And if you can imagine this archer standing here and he's pulling an arrow, you know, he's pulling back his bow and he's got his, his, his arrow pulled all the way back and he lets it go and this arrow is flying across the sky. And that is the symbol of Sagittarius. So when you think about Sagittarius, which is a fire sign that is ruled by the planet of Jupiter, when you think about that arrow and the fire sign of Sagittarius, you can kind of almost imagine this fiery arrow going you know, way across, you know, going across the sky, but it's got an intended target, right? The archer doesn't just shoot his bow for, for no reason. He's obviously got a target. He's got some place he wants to get, and so does Sagittarius. And what it is, is that Sagittarius energy at its core 
is always trying to learn something new. If you have Sagittarius as one of your stronger, we all have Sagittarius in our charts. Trust me, we all have it there. But if Sagittarius is one of your stronger signs, meaning your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign, chances are you are always trying to either learn something new or you're always searching for knowledge. That's like the core um purpose or strategy, I guess I would have to say, of that Sagittarius energy. If you think about that arrow, that arrow's flying through. That arrow, it's it's searching for something. It's searching for the end point. It's got some place that it wants to go. Now, again, like I said before, what's the goal? Well, for Sagittarius specifically, it's to uncover the ultimate meaning of life. It's to find their destiny. It's to understand where they really fit into their piece of the puzzle. And I know personally, I'm a Sagittarius rising, and that holds very, very true for me. I am constantly learning new things. I'm almost like, I guess I would even say like a lifelong learner. There's never really, you know, I, I said the word endpoint earlier, but for me, there's really is no end point with Sagittarius energy. There will always be something more to learn. There will always be something additional to add to your certification list or to your knowledge base. It will never really end. So, you know, I, that's and that's one of the things I really love about diving more into astrology is to start understanding what some of those little symbols looked like on my birth chart that I never had any clue what they meant before. And it's really interesting that that archer's arrow, and you think about the energy of Sagittarius and how it's always searching for something. And you think about that fiery arrow and how it goes through the sky. It just, it, to me, it just makes sense. I don't know. It just kind of pulls it all together. So, so since the moon is in the sign of Sagittarius, some of the commonly associated keywords or phrases that you might hear that go along with that sign are uh, travel and adventure. You know, Sagittarius loves to travel. It loves foreign cultures, learning about different um, getting different viewpoints on different things in the world, right? I live here in the United States, and my viewpoint may very much differ from some of my colleagues who work over in Great Britain. And so that Sagittarius in me loves the fact that I can also under I can understand that, hey, this is how we see it here culturally, but I can also have that knowledge and see how it works over there. And I think Sagittarius, at least in my opinion, energy really loves to have that that international or a lot of that uh, that global appeal. So that being said, travel and adventure are big. Um, I mentioned before that, or did I mention that before, that Sagittarius is the adventure-seeking gypsy soul. I think I did. I said that because I love the gypsy soul reference in there. Um, so, you know, they really do love to travel, especially, again, long journeys over water. Um, is actually what their in traditional astrology is what the sign for Sagittari Sagittarius really focused on was long journeys or travel over water. So we kind of break that out a little bit, but that is still a piece of that Sagittarius energy that we're talking about for this month. So there's three right there, travel, adventure, long journeys over water. Sagittarius is also big on personal development. So if, and I should say personal development and professional development, again, it's all about, you know, uncovering the ultimate meaning of life and searching for knowledge. Well, what better knowledge is there than something that involves personal and professional development? And usually that personal and professional development is geared or aimed at, 
love that phrase, aimed at, think of the arrow, um, aimed at some sort of a goal that you've got. So that's another energy that goes along with this Sagittarius moon. So keep that in the back of your mind. And all of this is all, you know, when I talked about where you fit in the bigger picture, that's really the other piece of the Sagittarius um, energy that I wanted to talk about today is seeing the bigger picture. You know, I mentioned about foreign cultures and seeing on a global basis. It's not just it's not just here and emotionally and physically. It's actually, or I'm sorry, not just within us and emotionally or outside of us in, in the immediate surrounding physically, but it's also, you know, globally, right? We, we, we want to expand and to see that bigger picture of how we kind of play into all of that. So now, hopefully, you're starting to see that that theme for the upcoming moon in Sagittarius is really prompting you to take a look and focus on your personal and professional development, travel and adventure, and seeing the bigger picture of life. It's all about figuring out where in the world you're going in this world, right? What's your destiny? Where do you fit in to the bigger puzzle of life? That's where your thoughts and your emotions will be best focused during this new moon in Sagittarius if you're manifesting with the moon, right? If you're just wanting to understand what's the general energy going to be, hey, it's a new moon, it's new beginnings, um, you know, it's it's a very happy energy. It's not climactic or things are going to be crazy like the new moon. So if you're not really manifesting with the moon, all you need to know is as far as the phase goes, you're good. People are going to be happy. Everything's going to be jiving. But if you're manifesting with the moon, you can take it a step further by going and focusing your goals in one of those areas that we just talked about. And that's really how you get that biggest boost when you're manifesting with that moon. So just to recap that, you know, if if you're looking for um, setting your goals with the new moon in Sagittarius here, Really, what I would suggest you do is you focus your goals on travel. So we're thinking about like, you know, where do you want to travel over the next 12 months? You know, if you if you really don't have any ideas right now, shoot, pick a globe or pick a spot on the map and then, you know, let the adventure of life just sweep you away. That's pure Sagittarius energy. Just make sure like your budget can accommodate your trips to all those bucket list places, right? Um just you know, don't go uh, overboard while you're trying to get out there and see the world. And if money is needed, you know what? That's where you can use this new moon in Sagittarius to run through the numbers and design like a structured financial plan that you can live with that gives you the budget to give you know money into your your bucket list travel fund and still live a life that you can be comfortable with while you still get to you know and you still get out to you know do your dreams see your dreams and come true as you travel the world I know personally I'm getting ready I'm not getting ready to but I'll be heading off on a trip to Scotland in a couple of months and that's really going to dive into that Sagittarius um uh, energy. And so that is one of the things I'm going to be working on as far as with the Sagittarius moon is making sure that I've got the travel agent arrangements taken care of. You know, we've got our passports because we're, we're coming down to the next like three to four months we're going to be going. So it's time to start getting in and getting things, uh, getting a good solid plan done. So that's right in alignment with that new moon in Sagittarius. And that's how I will be setting that particular goal. Or I guess I should say that's the goal I'll be setting one of them. Um, but again, um, thinking foreign, thinking travel, thinking adventure, you know, if you aren't going to be able to travel, you know, if, okay, so if you can't travel internationally, where can you travel locally? Can you take a weekend to do a new cultural wine 
you know, tasting, um, something fun like that, or even like a foreign language. Maybe there's just a foreign language that you've always wanted to learn. Those are a few things that would really feed or work well in alignment with that Sagittarius energy if you wanted to focus the, uh, focus some energies on like getting out of town, right? Get, get the heck out of there. Let's see. What else did I have down here as far as Sagittarius energy? Oh, you know what? That's one thing I didn't really mention, and I want to make sure that I pulled that out. So I said that Sagittarius is like, you know, the adventure-seeking kind of, I'm not saying thrill-seeking, adventure-seeking, right? Always out on the next adventure. Um, but one thing to point out, too, as far as their energy goes is that they really do um, – you know, they love to laugh. They love to let loose. Um, there's a, an air about them, not necessarily of looking at things through rose-colored glasses always, although that can be a downside to the Sagittarius sign. But there is just this knowing that they have or that that Sagittarius energy has that life might not always be easy. But if you take a step back, again, bigger picture, it sure as heck can be fun and a source of amazement. And I really do love that phrase because it comes right in with my personal philosophy about my job and work, which is if I'm not having fun, I'm in the wrong place. And I use that for myself and I use that for my employees is that if we're not having fun here, then we're, we're then we're, we, one of us needs to, somebody needs to leave, right? It should be fun. And so that ties again, right in with that Sagittarius energy that, yeah, work may not always be fun, but if you can at least have some fun with it, it makes it a whole lot better. Um, so keep that in mind as we move through and you start to set your goals. So when we talk about, you know, having some fun and, and, and amazement, a few other ways you might want to work with that Sagittarius moon is um, they're on a party. Sagittarius, especially because we're coming up to the holidays, right? So Sagittarius loves a good party. That new moon in Sagittarius is happening on December the 12th. So it's right before the holiday party season. Hopefully you've already got your holiday parties planned and you're not waiting till December the 12th to do it. But you can definitely use that new moon energy to set 10 minutes aside and look at what parties and things are coming up in the next couple of weeks and make sure that, you know, you know where you're going, when you're supposed to be there, and what you're supposed to be bringing. Be really, really smart, right? So again, just think, hey, this is going to be kind of a letting loose and, and fun having new moon and fun having holiday season because we're under that sign of Sagittarius. So, you know, have a little bit of fun. Think about a party. Another way to work with the Sagittarius moon, I mentioned a few times that that has like that lifelong learner or lifetime learner kind of energy. And so a new moon or the new moon in Sagittarius is really an excellent time for you to start thinking about how are you going to expand your knowledge of the rest of the world by taking maybe a new class or finding some new course to study? Think about what you might want to study that could broaden your horizons, right? Think about, again, visualizing where do you want to be in a year? What goals, you know, what class do you need to take? What skills do you have to learn to get there? The new moon in Sagittarius is a really good time for you to really stop and think about where you're going to go and how you're going to get there and plan for either personal or maybe even some professional development courses to take throughout the next 12 months that are going to get you to where you want to be. That's a really great way to do it. Um, another Sagittarius part or another Sagittarius characteristic, I mentioned this a few times before, is seeing the bigger picture and understanding as we take a step back and look at it, 
it's bigger than just our small personal piece of the world, right? It's it's bigger than just us. And and when we really look at how big the world is, we really are able to see that we have so much to be grateful for. And Sagittarius is a very grateful sign. And so during the new moon in Sagittarius, another good way to work with the moon is to sit down with a notepad and pen and just write down 10 things that you're grateful for right now. And even if you only do this exercise one time a month, I promise you, you will see such an amazing difference in your life. As you begin to start to realize and focus on all of the good things in life, you'll start to release some of the negativity that's there because Gratitude is positive energy. So when we're putting out gratitude and saying we're thankful for these things, guess what? Like energy attracts like energy. So if I put gratitude, which is positive energy out, I'm going to bring back some positive energy into my life. And by doing that, you release some of that negative energy, which in turn helps you start to be, you know, helps you to start attracting attracting more stuff to be grateful for, right? So I'm thankful for these things. Well, guess what? The universe hears, okay, like energy attracts like energy. Darcy's grateful for this. You know what? Let's give Darcy more things to be grateful for. Um, I think it's actually, oh my gosh, I'd have to double check this, but I think it's Oprah Winfrey. There's a quote by her where she actually said, you know, the more you praise and celebrate your life, the more you will have to praise and celebrate. And that's a really good thing for you to think about as we move into this new moon in Sagittarius. So even if you just sit down again once a year, do it under the new moon in Sagittarius. Write down 10 things that you're grateful for. If you really want to boost your manifesting efforts, set a goal under the new moon in Sagittarius that at every new moon from now until next December, that you will write out a list of 10 things you're grateful for under every new moon. That's a great way to incorporate that gratitude practice, that positive energy alignment, and some of that Sagittarius energy into your new moon goal. So you'll be setting this month. Another thing to think about is really, I know I mentioned before throwing a party, but really planning time for fun. Uh, Sagittarius has a very you know happy and light energy. They've really got this desire to be an adventurer. Um, they want to explore life and see the good of all things. They try to kind of see the good in all things. So this new moon is really a great chance to check in with what I like to call your fun meter to be sure that you're actually having enough fun in life and that you're not working all the time. Check in and see, you know, are you focused, super focused on what's happening today and in this immediate surrounding? Or are you able to see the bigger picture of life, count your blessings, and and really understand how it's bigger than you are? Just some really just some really thought-provoking questions there as far as planning that time for fun. But but think about it, you know, if you are working too hard, that's really, really, you know, it's an easy trap for all of us to fall into. And especially as we're working towards our goals. And, you know, that new moon in Sagittarius really comes at a good time, especially because we're coming into the holidays with a very gentle reminder to each one of us that there is more to life than always working. You know, as we are working hard, you know, to reach our goals or we're in our professional careers, there are times where we can grind ourselves into the ground. So this new moon, really take a moment and remind yourself that you still have to have fun during this human experience, even though there are things to get done still needs to be some time for you to have fun and just really embrace that energy and and plan some time 
to do something that you've wanted to do that makes you happy. I don't care if it's painting, if it's just something that that's, you consider that's fun, that doesn't have anything to do with work, that would be a really great idea. So um, I think that is just about all I have got for today. There's a few journal questions that I'm going to throw down at the bottom of the, um, in the show notes, because I know I didn't get to those today. I know I mentioned something about, you know, where will you travel over the next four, uh, 12 months, and maybe even thinking about the foreign languages that you want to learn. But I'll throw a few more questions. Uh, journal prompts down there in the show notes. I'll try to come up with about seven or eight that will align with my suggestions on how to manifest alongside of this Sagittarius new moon energy. And just to recap that, you know, I really suggest, especially because we're heading into the holiday season, make sure you plan time for fun with that new moon that's coming up. Um, if you can throw a party, uh, if you if it's too late for you to plan to throw a party at or around the new moon in Sagittarius, see what you can do to help a friend out uh, to help them throw a party. Again, Sagittarius is a fun, happy, party-loving kind of sign and is always uh, always thrives in a party-like atmosphere. So make sure you've got at least some party time planned for the month. Um, also expand your mind. We talked about personal and professional development. That talks about, you know, t- courses of study. Um where do you want to be in the next 12 months and what do you need to to learn or what certifications do you need to get to get there? New Moon and Sagittarius is a really good time to do that. Don't be afraid to uh, let your mind um, get a little bit of exercise over the holidays. And the last part of working with that Sagittarius New Moon is to be grateful. Sit down, write down 10 things that you're thankful for this month and just keep that handy. Again, that gratitude practice puts gratitude out into the into the universe, which in turn brings gratitude back into you. So that is pretty much what I had to cover today. I know it was a little jumbled, and I apologize for a few technical snafus, but I had the kitten in here, and then I had something in my throat, and I really just wanted to get this podcast out there to you guys as far as the new moon in Sagittarius goes. Um, I will be fully, you know, transparent and understand and, and, and I guess disclose that I get that it's all over the place. I'm trying to get it all together. You should really see my husband's laughing at me as I'm trying to put this podcast together. I'm running around. I've got 18 pieces of paper. The things I want to talk about is just crazy. But so anyway, um, I really thank you guys for sticking with me. Uh, that's what we're going to, you know, that, that covers pretty much what to expect with the Sagittarius new moon. Um, now I will point out there's a few, uh, there's at least one big thing coming up that I want to talk about. Um, not too much in depth. I think I'll do another episode for that because I'm a little bit um, winded after doing this particular one. But Mercury in retrograde happens on December the 13th. Yay! Which is actually right after this new moon. Very, very interestingly placed that we'll have the new moon in Sagittarius on the 12th. And then we're going to turn around and have Mercury turning retrograde on the 13th. And um, everybody experiences Mercury retrograde a little bit differently. But in general, it tends to cause a few issues with communications. So I will give you all a fair warning that, you know, thinking about Mercury and retrograde and communications and the fact that we're moving into the holidays, you might want to double check your holiday plans to make sure you've given out the right address or you've gotten the right address. Make sure that people you've invited really got the invites. Make sure everybody knows what they're supposed to bring. Just double check any areas where communication might have been 
um, not as clear as what it should have been, and it'll save you a whole lot of time as you go through the holidays with that Mercury in retrograde. You got to love it, right? It'll be over with, honestly. Um, it kicks off on the 13th in the sign. Oh, my gosh. I don't even have the sign here. I think it's in the sign of Oh my gosh, I'm not even going to pretend. I, I didn't write it down. I'm not even going to pretend. Anyway, it kicks off on December the 13th, but it ends on January the 1st of 2024. So it's not a very long Mercury retrograde cycle. And thankfully, it will be out of the way just as we are hitting that new year and all of your new year's resolutions. So keep Mercury retrograde on December the 13th on your calendar. Keep it in mind through January the 1st that you should be mindful of your communications doubling and triple checking everything that's going on there. Now, once we get past this week's uh, new moon in Sagittarius, we're going to move on to the waxing crescent phase of the moon. And it's a time of the doers, the movers, and the shakers, man. Once we go to that new moon and we sit down and we write out those goals and that new moon hits, it's time to get stuff done. So we'll talk a little bit about that next week. And then we'll be in that waxing crescent phase of the moon until we reach the first quarter moon in Pisces. And that will be on December the 19th, you know, just before the holiday. So again, guys, I really, truly thank you for sticking around for this second episode of uh, Moonlight Chronicles, where I'm going through the new moon in Sagittarius. Check the show notes for the journal questions, and I will also uh, list out my top suggestions for working with the Sagittarius new moon. Again, uh, my name is Darcy Britt. I truly hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye.